Accessing peace. Existing without violence with the ability to calmly resolve conflict. Downloading love. An overwhelming deep positive affection towards others. Activating liberty. Living your life as you see fit without infringing on the lives of others. Welcome to Peace, Love, Liberty Radio. Online at fppradio.com. I am your host, Daryl W. Perry. The Liberty Penguin, the Wombat, the Uncut Cocaine of Libertarianism. And it's the final episode of 2018. Because, well, you know, we, we use this calendar that has the new year beginning January 1st. Whereas, again, as I mentioned, there are other calendars that start the year at different times. The Chinese New Year, I believe, next year is... February the 5th. Let me pull that up. Yes, Tuesday, February the 5th is Chinese New Year Day, which I will be celebrating because I celebrate Chinese New Year. I believe I've explained previously why I do that. But since it is the end of the year, I wanted to do a year in review. And there are a lot of different things that I could talk about here, and there is an Ask Me Anything question that is relevant to Year in Review that I will answer somewhere in this show. But I wanted to begin with what are some of the top stories, and there are a couple of sites that I have gone to. There are actually four that I have pulled up right now. Uh, CNN actually has a... Thing titled 2018 wasn't all bad. Here are all the good things that happened in the world. And again, these are the good things. I'm using air quotes there. Good things that CNN says have happened. Certainly, it's not all of the major stories that have happened. Uh, but let's just sort of jump into this and I can divert here and there throughout. So they begin with the world. So they have the world, the U.S., human rights, health and science, environment, sports, space, elsewhere. Let's begin with the world. North and South Korea vowed to formally end the Korean War. I'll, I'll admit that's a good thing. Uh, they've started to uh, sort of dismantle the demilitarized zone, which is a good thing. I, I will admit that's a good thing. Now, there's still the potential that things will go south, so to speak, with President Donald Trump saying that he doesn't want to have you know certain uh, agreements in place until after North Korea removes all nuclear weapons and until other things happen. But I would say that a formal end to the, what, 60-plus year Korean War, good thing. Uh, Cuba announced a new president, ending the 59-year Castro leadership. Now, uh, Fidel was the president for a long time, and then he handed over leadership to his brother. And a couple of years ago, they opened up a little bit, uh, allowing more Americans to go to Cuba. I would say that uh, relations are beginning to normalize. Now, there still are some embargoes placed by the U.S. against Cuba, so it's not exactly you know open trade or open for business 
if you will, but hopefully things improve on that front. Uh, They then mention Iraq having a parliamentary election, the first since the defeat of ISIS in the country. Now, one could argue that ISIS was not actually defeated, that it just sort of moved from Iraq into Syria, where they're still active uh, to this day. And yes, I know that there's the, uh, the claim being reported that Donald Trump is bringing troops home from Syria, but there was a statement that he gave just a couple of days ago where he said, no, we're just going to move those troops into Iraq. But wait, I thought that Obama removed all the troops from Iraq. No, no, he did not. Not at all. Uh, They just relabeled them as advisors, but it's still U.S. military troops ready for battle. Next headline here from CNN. And yeah, they're just basically giving headlines here, and I'm adding some commentary giving a little bit more detail. Canada became the second nation in the world after Uruguay to legalize marijuana. But Daryl, what about Portugal, you might be asking? Well, what Portugal did was removed all criminal penalties for possession of personal amounts. You cannot walk into a business in Portugal and purchase cannabis on the open market. They've removed criminal penalties. And some people might say, but isn't decriminalization what libertarians really want? No, what libertarians really want is for people to be able to go into a business and purchase something openly. Removing criminal penalties, good start. Taxing and regulating, no, now you've gone the other way. Like there are not special regulations People have begun correcting me, but Daryl, there's uh, administrative law about tomatoes. Well, maybe so, but if you look at things passed by legislative bodies, where the states that I've looked at, uh, most of New England, and you know, just like a scatter across the country, the word tomato does not appear in legislative statute that I have been able to find. Now, certainly, there are administrative regulations about various labeling things but you know to compare tomatoes to cannabis in states that have legalized cannabis they introduce all of these new regulations limiting how many cannabis plants one can grow they have limits on how many uh, ounces of cannabis you can purchase when you go to a store there's not a regulation on how many tomatoes you can buy when you go to the grocery store There's not a regulation on how many tomato plants you can have in your garden. Now, certainly, there could be some kind of zoning ordinance against having a garden. That's not about tomatoes. That's about some overbearing local government passing ridiculous zoning laws. But I I still stand by my statement that there should not be any kind of rules or regulations on how many cannabis plants you buy, how much you buy at the store. It should be available, you know, free and openly. If a business wants to sell it, they should be allowed to sell it. Canada, the second country nationwide to allow recreational sales of cannabis. Stay tuned. There's more in a year in review here on Peace, Love, Liberty Radio.
In 2115 New England, there are no borders, no states, and no regulations, yet never has a more peaceful and prosperous place existed. But Mr. Drake's security company has seen better days. Faced with the prospect of waning power, Mr. Drake intends to replace the anarchy of New England with a government. But at what cost? Will anybody care? And can anyone stop him? Anarchy in New England by Joe Jarvis is available from Amazon.com and all major bookstores. Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. Stop doing it. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it. Use it. Spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. You're listening to Peace, Love, Liberty Radio with Daryl W. Perry. Online at fppradio.com. Welcome back to Peace, Love, Liberty Radio. Online at fppradio.com. We're doing a year in review. And while we're doing that, let me pause ever so briefly to tell you something else that happened this year. Zencash rebranded to Horizon. Now, it's still a decentralized platform, and yes, they still have the cryptocurrency with the ticker symbol Zen, Z-E-N, but they rebranded to show that Horizon is more than just cryptocurrency. It's an entire platform built on zero-knowledge technology with a decentralized secure node architecture. The Horizon platform enables real-life uses beyond currency, including the ability to privately chat with other people. And they just rolled out something called Sphere by Horizon. I've not downloaded it yet, uh, but it appears to be a very interesting product. And they're also working on the ability to let you go anywhere on the web and publish information, all with complete privacy. Horizon is bringing privacy to life. Learn more at horizon.global. That's H-O-R-I-Z-E-N dot global. Now, jumping back into the year in review, and I'm probably going to have to speed through some of this if I want to cover as much as I'm hoping to. Uh, The next thing on the list here is Mexico is selling its $218.7 million presidential plane to use funds to help poor communities. South Korea closed its largest dog meat slaughterhouse. Meghan Markle became the first woman of color to join the British royal family. I don't know why people care about the British royal family as far as, ooh, look, they're celebrities. I, okay, it's, you know, some group of people that claim to control other people. Okay. Uh, But apparently that's news, and it's something that people care about, or at least the people over at CNN think it's something people should care about. Uh, Under the U.S., they say the unemployment rate is at the lowest rate since 1969. There was also that uh, congressional election this year that saw the first Muslim and Native American women elected to Congress. Texas elected the first openly LGBTQ African-American woman judge. 
Colorado elected the first openly gay governor in the United States. Congress passed a long-awaited criminal justice overhaul bill called the First Step Act that is actually a first step. It's not a very big step, but it is a step in the right direction. The Trump administration announced a ban on bump stocks. Nevada became the first state with a majority female legislature. Uh, the For the first time, they say, the Marine Corps history, or in Marine Corps history, a woman was in charge of an infantry platoon. New York and Virginia became the first two states to require mental health education in schools. And a city in Georgia became the first to have its criminal justice system led entirely by black women. Under human rights, uh, this is where Daryl's going to wind up uh, having bulging veins here for a moment. Under human rights, Saudi Arabia, women are finally able to drive. You know what else happened uh, that was uh, not in Saudi Arabia happened? Well, legally, it was Saudi Arabia because it was in their embassy in Turkey, I, I know that sounds weird, right? That some land in Turkey is legally Saudi Arabia, but that's how under international law, embassies are considered extraterritorial, meaning that it's not within your recognized territory, but it is under your jurisdiction. So, yeah, in the Saudi consulate in, I believe it was Istanbul, there was the American citizen, dual citizen, uh, American-Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. The reason he wound up having to go to the Saudi consulate was to pick up some documents so that he could wind up getting married in the U.S. And, well, he never left alive. Turns out there was a 15-man kill team that happened to have been there, and based on findings by the CIA... They were operating under the direct supervision of the Saudi crown prince. And they wound up chopping this guy up while he was still alive. There is an audio recording. I have not heard the audio recording. And I don't want to hear the audio recording. Because I don't want to hear a man being killed. That, that's what happened. The, the Saudi government killed a man because he was critical of some of the things that the Saudi government had done. But, hey, good news, women can drive. That, that's the first thing here by CNN is, in Saudi Arabia, women are finally able to drive. Now, I realize that they're only listing the quote-unquote good things, but let me just divert from this list for a moment to head over to Reporters Without Borders, where they give a roundup of deadly attacks and abuses against journalists. They say a total of 80 journalists were killed this year, 348 currently in prison, and 60 are being held hostage, according to the annual worldwide roundup of deadly violence and abusive treatment of journalists released by Reporters Without Borders. The release date on this, by the way, is December 18th. So... You know, it's not exactly something that was released yesterday, but these numbers aren't going to change very much, uh, you know, over a week and a half time span, right? Continuing on the RSF roundup, RSF, by the way, is Reporters Sans Frontier, which is French for Reporters Without Borders. The RSF roundup figures have risen in all categories, 
murders, imprisonment, hostage-taking, and enforced disappearances have all increased. Journalists have never been or never before been subjected to as much violence and abusive treatment as in 2018. This year has been marked by the number of journalists in all categories who were killed in connection to their work, a figure which increased by 8% to 80 and by and by the 15% rise in the number of professional journalists killed from 55 in 2017 to 63 this year. The number had been declining over the previous three years. The widely reported murders of Saudi columnist Jamal Khashoggi and the young Slovak data journalist Jan Kusiak highlighted the lengths to which press freedom's enemies are prepared to go. More than half of the journalists killed in 2018 were deliberately targeted. Let me read that one again for the slow people in the back of the class. More than half of the journalists killed in 2018 were deliberately targeted. That includes Jamal Khashoggi. Stay tuned. There's more. Are you sick of government lackeys who say you didn't build that? Are you tired of elitists who think you need a government permission slip for everything? Everything you do is an A to B conversation and the government should see their way out of it. Create true free markets by adopting the BIPCOT No Government License. The BIPCOT NoGov license allows user modification of any product, service, or software except by governments or government agents. Go to BIPCOT.org. That's Bravo, India, Papa, Charlie, Oscar, Tango.org. In 1999, Daryl W. Perry began a search for traditional values, which led him down a path to the ideas of liberty. He tells the story in A Rebel's Journey, My Path to Liberty. Of the book, Dr. Brian Sovereign says, Sometimes it's funny, and sometimes I think it's crazy, but it's always authentic. Find A Rebel's Journey, My Path to Liberty by Daryl W. Perry on Facebook, ask for A Rebel's Journey wherever books are sold, or visit arebelsjourney.com. This is Brian McQuaid from The Resistance the Empire podcast, and you're listening to Peace, Love, Liberty Radio with Daryl W. Perry. Hey, hey. hey, welcome back to Peace, Love, Liberty Radio online at fppradio.com. Let me go back to the CNN list so that my blood pressure drops a little bit and continue telling you some of the things that they have on their uh, list of good news that happened in 2018. Again, headline is 2018 wasn't all bad. Here's all that was good that happened in the world. Skipping down uh, past human rights because I'm sure that something else in there might just wind up frustrating me. Uh, let's talk about health and science. A woman gave birth to a baby after she received a uterus transplant from a dead person. The U.K. has exceeded U.N. targets for HIV diagnosis and treatment, proving efforts to control the epidemic can work. Uh, researchers have developed a 10-minute cancer test. That is very interesting, not something that I had previously heard about. Uh, jumping down to environment, there were apparently 157 new species discovered in Southeast Asia. New Zealand may have killed its oil industry to combat Climate change, major, major fashion brands united against climate change. A growing number of Americans now believe climate change is happening. Now, I don't know anybody that has ever believed that climate change has not happened. Because to believe that is to believe that we're still in an ice age that happened, what, like 10, 15,000 years ago? The question is whether or not 
all climate change is man-made or whether it's a natural cycle. Uh, continuing on, uh, next thing here, scientists came up with an idea to stop glaciers from melting. Something not listed on here. I saw a headline recently that apparently the Antarctic ice shelf is growing. Uh, let's jump down to sports, where interestingly, not mentioned, is the world record for the marathon was shattered this year in Berlin. The world record for the half marathon was shattered this year. The world record for a 24-hour track ultramarathon, meaning that, you, you know, the, the tracks that go around football fields, yeah, there, there's a world record for how many times can you run around that in 24 hours. That record was shattered this year. Uh, they do mention here probably one of the biggest sports stories that has since been sort of looked at. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Goes back to the very first story here under the world about North and South Korea. They competed under a single flag at the Winter Olympics this year. It was a joint Korean team, which is something that was just absolutely unthought of. Just a couple of years ago. Uh, also sticking with the Olympics, they say a record number of minority and openly gay athletes competed in the Olympics. Uh, they then mention the Super Bowl and Stanley Cup. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles finally won a Super Bowl and the Washington Capitals finally won a Stanley Cup. In space, apparently SpaceX broke records by launching 64 satellites into orbit. NASA's InSight touched down and captured the first sounds of wind on Mars. For the second time in history, a human-made object reached interstellar space. A ghost particle that traveled 3.7 billion light years was found on Earth. And for the first time, we were able to hear the sounds that the sun makes. Oh, yeah, that, that was the thing where there was a satellite that flew into the sun's atmosphere. Uh, Virgin Galactic's supersonic plane soared into the upper reaches of the Earth's atmosphere, meaning the company isn't far from sending tourists into space. Now, this is something that I don't recall having heard about at all, but, you know, very interesting and uh Hopefully it winds up happening sooner rather than later. I, I seriously hope that the FAA or some other federal government uh, bureaucracy doesn't wind up shutting down space travel because I've always wanted to go to space. Uh, they've got a couple things here mentioned under elsewhere that, you know, I, I don't see any of these that are necessarily uh Things that I find interesting, maybe somebody will. I'll post the link in the show notes, as I always do. Uh, before I jump over to the Snopes year in review, and I know that some people don't like Snopes, uh, but they do have a year in review of sort of like the uh, most searched things on their site. Google also keeps track of the most searched things. Apparently, the top five things to be searched throughout the year across all categories were 
World Cup, Hurricane Florence, Mac Miller, Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain. Now, under news, they have it broken down even further to World Cup, Hurricane Florence, Mega Millions, election results, Hurricane Michael. Uh, one thing that I find very interesting is under the how-to and also the what is. Under how-to, the top two how-to searches were how to vote, how to register to vote, followed by how to play Mega Millions. And here's the one that I find very interesting, not because I'm excited about this particular thing that was being searched for, but that it does show an interest in cryptocurrencies. How to buy Ripple. Oh yeah, and the top search under what is? What is Bitcoin? Oh yeah, that's right. It's the year of cryptocurrency, right? Or is it? Not really sure. Stay tuned. There's more here on Peace, Love, Liberty Radio. Online at fppradio.com. We have some good news. The indictments against Ross Albrecht in the District of Maryland were dismissed with prejudice, meaning they can never be refiled. This is especially good because those indictments contain the only charge ever made that Ross engaged in murder for hire. This was a serious allegation that Ross Albrecht denies. It was never prosecuted or ruled on by a jury, but was trumpeted by the federal government and the media as if it were proven fact. The Maryland court held these indictments for almost five years, poisoning Ross's case and leaving him under a cloud of unproven allegations. As explained in Ross's appeal to the Supreme Court, the fact that the judge used these allegations to give Ross a draconian sentence of double life without parole violated his Sixth Amendment right to a jury trial. Judges are required to issue sentences based on convictions decided by a jury, not unproven allegations, never even charged at trial. Although this is a positive development, the dropped indictment will not set Ross free. Now, a presidential pardon is Ross's only hope of freedom. Sign the petition at freeross.org. Freeross.org. You're listening to Peace Love Liberty Radio online at fppradio.com. Welcome back to Peace Love Liberty Radio online at fppradio.com. Speaking of cryptocurrencies, do you use them? Are you an advocate for that free market money? If so, you need spend a bit in your arsenal. Spend a bit is the search engine for things you can buy with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. And they've aggregated millions of products. Last time I looked, it was well over 3 million products from thousands of cryptocurrency-enabled merchants. Keep your money in the free economy. Spend a bit. Use my affiliate link, spendabit.fppradio.com. And if you're a cryptocurrency-accepting merchant like I am, ask about their merchant suite to reach even more customers. That's spendabit, all one word, spendabit.fppradio.com. You know how I mentioned earlier some of the sports records about how the uh, world record for marathon and half marathon were both shattered? Well, I was able to break my personal best in both the marathon and the half marathon this year, taking five minutes off of my marathon time in New York City, which is one of the those races where everybody says, oh, yeah, nobody gets a personal best in New York. I did, and I took five minutes off my time. I also pulled one minute and 27 seconds off of my half marathon personal best. 
at the DeMar Half Marathon that happens in my hometown. Uh, now, next year, in 2019, I will not be running the DeMar Half Marathon because I'm going to be in Berlin, Germany. And then two weeks later, I'm going to be in Chicago because I'm running both the Berlin Marathon and the Chicago Marathon that will put me at three stars for the six-star World Marathon Majors. The majors, by the way, are New York, Chicago, Berlin, London, Tokyo, and Boston. Uh, So working on that six-star medal, I will be halfway there at the end of 2019 and looking forward, really, to London and Tokyo. Don't know when it's going to happen. Maybe 2020, 2021, and then try to get into Boston 2022. So, you know, a couple more years until I get that six stars. But that question in the AMA is, Daryl, you're going to announce your impending nuptials in your yearly wrap-up episode? Yeah, I, I I was so excited that I forgot to mention it uh, last week or two weeks ago. I, I forget exactly when the uh, engagement happened. But, yeah, I'm getting married sometime next year. Haven't set the date. Uh, We've got some paperwork that we have to figure out, but it's going to happen. 2019, right around the corner. It's going to be great. And don't forget, I'll answer your questions if you send those over. AMA.FPPRadio.com The podcasts of FPP Radio are licensed under Copy Heart. We believe that copying is a form of flattery and do not abide by the copyright laws. Those laws serve to restrict the flow of ideas which no one can really own. Copying is an act of love. Love is not subject to law. If you enjoy the show, consider joining the fans program and get perks like ad-free versions of Peace, Love, Liberty Radio and FPP Radio News and also get a copy of the monthly newspaper FPP News. To learn more or to join the fans program, visit fans.fppradio.com.